The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruah Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot Today's is being studied In honor of Roger and Raquel Baghdadi Our dear friends from Aventura, Florida Hashem Alehem Yehyu Amen Daf Chavtet Today's daf is being studied Le'ilun Nishmat Abraham ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihainu Began Eden Amen Today's daf is being studied Le'ilun Nishmat Mazal Bat Frida Shenifteret Bikitsur Yamin Vishanim Ruach Hashem Tanihainu Began Eden Amen Today's daf is being studied Le'ilun Nishmat Moreno, Rabbenu, Gon Ozenu, Hakam Obadia, Yosef, Ben Gurgia, El Narefanalo, El Narefanalo, El Narefanalo, Betokshar, Hole Amo Israel, Amen. We begin today's daf on Daf Hafet, Amud Bet, starting at the Mishnah. And the Mishnah begins, Kol Shivat, Ayamim, Adam, Ose, Sukato, Keva. All the seven days of Sukkot, a person makes his Sukkah permanent. And his house becomes temporary. Rashi says, Sukkotokeva, all his primary dwelling is in the Sukkah. Yardu Geshamim, however, if it rains, when is he allowed to go out of the Sukkah, clear out of the Sukkah? So the Mishnah is, which means when the Mikpah, which would be, let's say, the the dish, the porridge, becomes spoiled. Rashi says, any dish, kapui, lo rach velo ab, not a, a, a thin or a loose dish or a thick dish, it gets mediocre, karui mikpah, like we said, like a porridge. So what's the shi'ud? Amount of time that the rain will come in and ruin it. Because you actually have to have a porridge on the table, and it actually has to become ruined? Or do you say, no, it's sana'ui, meaning had you had a mikpah on the table, and the rain would come in, it would uh, spoil it. In any event, the Mishnah continues, Nachamim gave a parable, analogy, to what this is comparable to, when it rains on the Sukkot. To an Ebed that came to uh, literally uh, pour or dilute a cup of wine for his master. And he threw the Kiton on his face. Now, uh, the Gemara will analyze exactly who threw... Uh, the Kiton on who? Was it the king that threw it on the Ever or was it the Ever that throws it on the king? The Gemara will analyze and we'll wait for the Gemara to get the full Mashal. But let's get uh, Rashi, Meshto, the Ever, Kilomar. 
גשמים היורדים בחג, סימן כללהם. אצל סימן כללהם, משל לעבר שפקנו כעיתון שמר הפר, וגמרא מפרש מי שהפך למי. אמרתי גברא זה מספיין, who poured on, who comes גברא זה סתנו לבנן, we have a brighter. כל שבעת הימים אדם עושה סוכתו קבע וביתו ערי. All the seven days of סוכות, a person must make his סוכה, his permanent residence, and his house becomes the temporary residence. כיצד? The Gabbana says, how do you do that? היו לו כלים נעים, a person has, let's say, his fine dishes, his fine vessels, מעלה לסוכה. You bring the good dishes into the סוכה. מסעות נאות, he has nice, let's say, cushions, and uh, couches, etc. You put them in the sukkah as well. Obviously you eat and you drink. Which means not only are you resting, but the person, let's say, wants to take a little walk and relieve in a little walk even. Just, uh, let's say, after the meal, you should walk in the sukkah itself. Or for that matter, it means just rest to relax in the sukkah itself. So, um... The Gemara continues and says, How do you know that all these things? Imagine the dwelling has to be in the sukkah, not only eating and drinking and sleeping, but the actual whatever you do. When the Pasuk says, Which is the Teshvur has to be like you're sitting in your house, like you're dwelling in your house. Whatever you do in your house, you do in the sukkah. היו לו כלים נעים, מעלן הסוכה, מסעות נאות, מעלן הסוכה, אוכל ושותה ומטייל בסוכה, ומשנן בסוכה, and you also learn in the סוכה. אז שהיא, סובב תלמודו ומחתכו על בוריו, לעמוד, לעמוד עליו. Which means, Mishanin, you cut your learning. Which means the guy goes and learning and try to get the Sibara of it and you try to get the uh, the logic of it, right? That is Shimata the Amurae. Right? That's the halakhot of the Amuraim. So we call Shinun is when the Amuraim are trying to figure out the rationale, the logic of the Mishnah. We call that Shinun. learning. We would call that today, for example, Gemara. So a guy goes and studies the reasons of the Mishnah that says you do that in the Sukkah as well. What I ask, Sini, we have a contradiction. So we have the statement of Rabbah, it says like this, Hashi, Mikre ummatne, Likrot shibikhtav. Mikre is the Torah shibikhtav, meaning the Humash. Vilishanot, Mishnayot, Arukot, Mishikrot, Mifir. Which means the Mishnah that he knows by heart. So that's called Matne, meaning the Matnitin. That he studies in the Sukkah, the Metallatab Sukkah. Vitiluye, Talmud. Deus Sevara, that's the logic, Litroa, Vilishanin. They're not simple statements. You have to learn them with all the, uh, the depth. Meaning, you're learning the statements of the, the Tanaim. And you're comparing one halakha to another halakha. Why is the deen in this case Hayab? Why is the deen case in that case Patur? What's the difference between the cases? All that is called over here Tenuyeh. Um, uh, now it's saying over there that why the tenuye you learn outside the sukkah. Mm-hmm. What we mean the first bright that we said that tenuye you learn inside the sukkah. Mm-hmm. Just make up your mind. Do you learn it in the sukkah? You learn it outside the sukkah. 
If he wants, why? What's the logic? Why this uh, learning of the Gemara? Uh, understand the Sevarot. Why can't you learn outside the Sukkah? So that she has a very important Sevarot. The Mitzta'ir who? Because he's Mitzta'ir. Why is he Mitzta'ir? Which means, not the fresh air outside, the air inside. Which means outside, it's hot, and it could be it's muggy, and things like that. You have to remember where they were. They're going to be in Bavel, or in Israel. And then they can't concentrate. They need to be inside, where they have, uh, let's say, a, uh, a clarity. So therefore, what's the law? If a person is tired, but sitting in the sukkah now is Mestayir. Mestayir is Patur. So she's learning the, 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 the reason why learning you don't do in the sukkah mm-hmm. is because of Mestayir. You're not going to be able to focus. But make up your mind. You just told me in the first Braita that Shinuye, uh, learning uh, Gemara, you do it in the sukkah. So the Gemara says, Depends. If you're just learning Migras, which means you're reading up, you're not going deep, then you can do it in the Sukkah because you don't need so much concentration. Mm-hmm. However, Le'ayune, when you're going deep and you're analyzing it in depth, then already need more concentration, mm-hmm. then already do it inside the house. That's the way that she learns. Hala Migras. There's two types of learning. Which means even the Gemara that he learned already. So he's just reviewing. Make it Hazara. No problem. But you're learning it for the first time and you're going in depth, then already you have to do it. You can. I shouldn't say you have to. You can do it outside. Of course, if the guy can do it in the sukkah, oh, which is he has a tool if he wants to do it outside the sukkah. So the Gabbara says, like the story of Rava, the, right, the Rava, the Rami, Barhamma. These two rabbis, when they used to study in front of Rav Chazda, first they would review the Gemara together, that they learned from Rav Chazda, they would review it, but then they would go quickly, then they would go back, and learn it over again, and try to get the Sevarot, to ask questions, and things like that. So you see these two types of learning. That's what the Gemara is just trying to prove. That there's the Hazara, and then you go into it uh, deeper in order to understand it better. So that she says, That there is a way of learning without so much uh, Tirha and so much uh, application. And there's Ayun, which is more Tirha. So that she's Shita is again, Ayun, you patur from Sukkah, and uh, learning uh, Hazara, or turning quickly review is done in the sukkah itself okay <coughs> comes the gemara and continues amarava <coughs> said glasses drinking glasses you're allowed to keep them in the sukkah actually before we uh, go further let's just finish the dashiz here when these rabbis were in front of us, after he taught them the lesson, they just reviewed all the laws. Then they went into the Sevarot. And if there was any questions, they would ask. We're going to learn now that you cannot have things in the sukkah that are ma'us. Why? Because in one's house also you don't keep things in the dwelling area that are ma'us. 
Right? That glasses, a drinking glass, even if you finish drinking from it, it's not mouse, it's not disgusting. You leave it on the table, you leave it in the dwelling area, it's not a uh, not a problem. Therefore, glasses, even if you drink from them, the Gemara says it's like living in your house, you can leave them in the sukkah. However, uh, uh, plates that you ate from, after you finish eating, you got to get out of the sukkah. That's Shittat Rashi. Why? Because even in your house, after you finish it, you don't leave it on the, on the table, it becomes disgusting. Therefore, you put it in the kitchen, outside of the dwelling area. So therefore, the same thing. In the sukkah, once you finish eating from the plates, Amelia is supposed to take them out. Let's read Rashi for a second. After you ate from them, Ma'us, and it's not the normal way in the house. Tosfot is a different interpretation. Tosfot is learning. It's the kelim that you cooked in. Which means you don't bring the uh, the ah. kelim, the pots that you cooked in, you don't bring it on the table. Right. You leave them in the kitchen. It's the same thing. You don't bring the pots. That's what my name is But the Kotim Tosfot, the dishes themselves that you eat from, it's not a problem. So it's Machlok at Rashiv Tosfot, how to learn my name Is it the dishes that you ate from or is it the pots that you cooked from? Hasba. Hasba that she says, Kach in the olden days, they used to bring, let's say, a wooden uh, pitcher on the table. That was actually the pitcher that they drew the water from the well. So it says, Hasba Shahil. That she says, that's also a pitcher of uh, wood. Okay, the first one is Hedis. The first one is pottery. And the second one is wood. Bar Outside the sukkah. Because it's not the normal derech. Now the Bifashi learned, what do you mean? We learned above in the Mishnah, if you remember when the Yohanan was in the Sukkah, they brought for him into the Sukkah, Dlishel Mayim. And he said, bring it up to the Sukkah. So you see over here, Dlishel Mayim, you can't have it in the Sukkah. So I have to explain that she means that you could keep it in the Sukkah so long as you're using it. But once you finish using it, you got to get rid of it. So Bar Talalta, meaning right after you, like the plates, right after you finish using it, you should get it outside the Sukkah because it's really not kavod for the Sukkah. This Sharga would be, let's say, that she holds near shel Okay, uh, let's say a uh, a candle or a lamp made out of chedes or in a chedes receptacle in a um, receptacle of uh, a clay pottery. You can bring that into the sukkah. The amri la bar mitalilta. And some say no, you got to keep it outside the sukkah. What's the issue over here? The issue over here, the way they're learning Rashi, that's why Tosfot learns as well, is. And Yan over here of you worry about a fire. That uh, the in a small sukkah by seven by seven, which is so small, you're worried you're going to put a fire like that in the uh, sukkah. It's going to catch, and the thing's going to go on fire. And a big sukkah, however, well, you're not worried. That therefore, you can put a flame. The Bet Yosef understands that when that she says ner shel cheres, it's lav davka. That's why they used to put ner shel But who are if you put it in zahab? The issue is not the hadith of it. The issue is the fact that it's a small sukkah and it's going to be uh, in flames. Others want to learn to know when she says hadith is dafka hadith, and yan is, could be it's a ma'us when it's in hadith, but then it's hard to understand the Gemara's answer. The Gemara's saying, Habi sukkah get it could be in a small sukkah, it's more noticeable and it's a more, uh, you know, discernible, etc. But in a big sukkah, it's less uh, noticeable. But anyway, that's the two ways of learning. According to, again, the Bet Yosef, the understanding is, like Tosfot learned, this issue of fire. Therefore, in a big sukkah, you're not worried about a fire. In a small sukkah, you are. Comes the Gemara and continues. Yadu Geshem, if it rains. Tana Mishitasra Hamikpashir Gerisin. What type of food are we talking about? Gerisin. What is Gerisin? Gerisin is the beans, right? That's the type of food that we're talking about. It's not a necessarily thick food, it's not necessarily a loose food. It's a Gerisin. That's the item. 
that we're talking about where she says memaheret lekalkel begeshami meat that she's giving us a big hadush over here. This type of dish gets spoiled quicker than a regular dish. Which is that she's giving you a kula here. Yeah, exactly. He's giving you a leniency. Mm-hmm. He's telling you, you don't have to wait for another type of dish that might be needing a lot of rain. Now even this item where a few drops of rain ruins it, that's already enough to go outside the sukkah. Abiyah was sitting in front of Yosef in the sukkah. Nashab zika, the wind started to blow. The sivuta. And some of the kismishas chak that she says, the little splinters of the schach started to fall off onto the table. Mashir al-machal onto the food. So, Amar uh, Lurav Yosef, Panuli mane mehacha. That's it. Take out the keli and let's go in the house. Amar le'a bayev ha'atiram shetachah mikbah. We talk about this is not the Mishnah. The Mishnah says you have to, you can't leave till the, the food becomes spoiled over here. A couple of uh, splinters are falling in. This is an um, particular. He's an he's aninut, which means he's istenis. And therefore, to him, all these things bother him. Even the little, these woods falling from the skak, to me, that's like the sacha mikpah. And therefore, for me, it's considered mitzayin, and therefore, I'm going inside. Look at that she. We know that Yosef, we know that Masechah Pesachim was from the Anine Da'at. The Tanya Perekah Pesachim Shiloshah Hayyene Nafhayim. The sleep people, their life is not a life. Harachmanim, Ve'arat Hanim, Ve'anine Da'at. Shenem Yechudim Nisbol Shum Davar Mi'us. They cannot tolerate anything that's a little disgusting. Ve'amad of Yosef, Kulehu Itnehu Bi. All three things uh, are in me. So you see over here what? And even though it goes according to subjective over here, which means according to Yosef, since to him this was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. this, he was mistired on such an item. I mean, another guy could be it's not. Could be another Bugs. guy. Exactly. The bugs would go in the sukkah or other elements, uh, smell, etc. We can go out of the sukkah as well. So Mishnah Tzlaka is only an issue by rain, but by other rain, you know, it's all according to what the guy is. Um, you know, gets uh, upset. Okay, well, it's not here. Comes again. Quran says. Tanu Rabbanan, we have a brighter. Haya ochid the sukkah. Guys getting the sukkah, the yardu geshamim. And what happened? It started to rain. Okay? The yardu geshamim. The yarad. So you got out of sukkah. You have to remember always the yarad because the sukkot were on the roofs. So they used to come down from the roof and go into the house. In matrihin oto laalot at shigmo saudato. They don't make him now stop in the middle of his meal in his house to go back into the sukkah. Once you left the sukkah, hakami went up matriyahu, because that's already a tsar. Once you left right in the middle of the meal, it stopped raining. I go back into the sukkah. That's already too much of a tarha. Once you leave the sukkah to catch the rain, you can finish the meal in the house, and then when it stops raining again, you can go. You can go back out. Look at Rashi. When he sat, pasku geshamim. That's only because he sat. But let's say he walked out of the sukkah the way into the house, it stopped. He didn't sit yet, according to Rashi. Go back in the sukkah. The tirha is once you sat, then already it's a, it's a, burden, it's a burden to make the guy go back up. Okay? Uh-huh. Next case. Hayaya Shen Ta'ata Sukkah. Guy sleep in the sukkah. Viyardu Kishamim. It starts to rain in the middle of his sleeping. Viyarad and leaves the sukkah. We don't make him go back into the sukkah, which literally means until it becomes light. So the Gemara is going to analyze what this means. Ibayalu. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, mm-hmm. 
What's the difference over here? Big difference. Either Ad she says that is until dawn, that's or or Ad Mishinato or until he wakes up. Which means if you're learning Ad Shiaur it's a leniency. Which means they're telling the guy, listen, once you left the sukkah because of uh, rain, you have it till the morning. Till Al Shahar, of course it stopped. I don't say I go back to the sukkah. Or you say, no, at shi'ud. Shi'ud Mishina totally wakes up. He goes into the house at 11 o'clock at night because it was raining. He wakes up at 2 o'clock in the morning. He woke up. Guy wakes up in the middle of the night. He looks outside. It stopped raining. <laughs> go back outside. So it's at shi'ud with an alif. That means dawn. Or at shi'ud until he wakes up. So Gebra says, Tashema. Al shi'ud vi'alamu da shahar. So the Gebra says, Two things. Achiaur until dawn. Achiaur biyale amud ashar. Now, obviously, yaur and amud ashar is two different times. Yaur is going to be more like sunrise, and alot ashar is going to be before. So, the Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" That's the way you're answering. When you're answering, it's two things. It's yaur and yaur. Yaur means sunrise, and yaur means dawn. Well, make up your mind. The Gebra says, "Tante." Hey, how can I be both? It's two different times. You, you, make up your mind. Is it Shia'ud or Ajale Abu Dashahad? Ela Ema Ajale Abu Dashahad. the Ali Abu Dashahad. You need two things. Until the guy wakes up, and it's got to be also after Abu Dashahad. Mm-hmm. Which means if the guy only has one uh, item, for example, he woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Go back to sleep. You don't got to go back to the sukkah. Or let's say he's sleeping through Alot Shahar. You don't got to wake him up. But he wakes up at 7 o'clock in the morning. He's got to go back down to the sukkah. So to go back to the sukkah for rain, you got to have two things. He's got to wake up after Alot Shahar. Then already he goes back. Anything less, he does not go back. Rashi. Let's just read the Rashi's here. Ad Shiyeur, Ad Shiyeur, Ad Shiyeur, Or Ad Shiyeur, Mishinato. the statement was with an ayin. meaning As opposed to if you got up in the middle of the night, the air matrin But you don't wake him up if you got up after. So it's two items. Comes So we gave him mashal. <laughs> what was the mashal that came the Mishnah? Of an avid that's diluting some wine for his master, and then he pours it in his face. So the Gemara says, Who poured on who? Tashima. So Ibailu, Misha Fakhlimi. Who poured on who? Now, what's the question? Who poured on who? Seemingly, the only logical understanding would be <coughs> is the master threw on the. Avid, which means it's as if when God makes it rain on Sukkot, that's after the guy built the Sukkah, right? So that's the service. The building of the Sukkah is like pouring the wine. And then the Melech pours the uh, wine in his face as if to say, I'm not interested in your service. 
That's like God brings the rain and He tells them, I'm not interested in you building a sukkah. That's the simple, but what does it mean the other way? <coughs> Thank you. The other side of the coin is what? That the Evet prepares the sukkah for the master and then he takes the wine and he pours it in the master. What would that be a mashal to? So I get Rashi. Mi shavak le mi. Evet ve rabbo. Ve'achi kamar. Mashal le Evet. Shaya osin rabbo avdut. He's serving his master, however, she'eno ovdo kehogin. But he's not serving his master the right way. The same thing when the Jewish people, and it rains on Sukkot, that's an indication that the Jewish people are not doing the Sukkot the right way. That they're not fulfilling the mitzvot the right way. And therefore, God is only punishing them because they themselves are not doing it the right way. They're doing service the wrong way. So if they're pouring the wine... In the king, when you pour the wine in the king, that's why you're supposed to serve the king? No, of course not. So therefore, is it the claim on us that we're not serving Borel in the right way? Meaning, could we not fulfilling the Mitzvah Sukkah the right way, we're not building them the proper way, and therefore when we throw the, <coughs> the wine, we're throwing it in Borel and therefore God, God says, oh, you're not doing it the right way, so I'm kicking you out of Sukkah. Or Dil Mahaki Kamar, the Shafak Lord of Boki Torah, Parav Lomar, Tseme Lefanai, Tiefsi Vishimushka, Tiridat Keshemi Mishitikat Kiton, which means the pouring of the wine. So what is she saying? Is it the sitting in the sukkah or is it the rain? Meaning, <clears throat> the pouring of the wine is a bad service. It's bad service when you pour the wine. That means that's the building of the sukkah, the sitting of the sukkah. If we don't build the sukkah the right way, so that's already like pouring the wine in God in the middle of space. Or do you say no? The pouring of the wine is the rain, where God is telling us, "Get out!" Then He taking the rain and kicking us out. That's the two sides of the of the question. <clears throat> so the Gemara answers this very clearly. Gemara says. <clears throat> It's the master that's pouring the keton on the servant's face. Which is the servant is doing good. He's serving the right way. But for whatever reason, the king is not happy with his service. And therefore he throws it in his face. Okay? Now, the government has a novel interpretation to this Gemara. He says like this. We know that... The Yemeh Hadin, which is Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, those are the days of judgment. Right following uh, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, which is days of judgment, which is days of Yir'ah, the days of fear, that's followed by Yemeh Rahamim. The days of Rahamim are the days of Sukkot. Borealam gives us Sukkot specifically after Yemeh Hadin in order to sweeten the judgment. And that's what we specifically you ask yourself a question. Why is it packed so many holidays in one month? Why couldn't they uh, split it up? Right after the Shana, Yad Kippur, it's all part of one process. And therefore, Sukkot is really the Mitukadin. That's a chance for us to get uh, the Hamim. So, when we sit in the Sukkah, like the Rambam writes, that Galut is Mechaperet Avon. When a person goes into exile, exile has the ability to uh, atone for sin. So the, the Midrash writes that when God comes and tells us to go sit in the sukkah, that's like he's telling us, exile yourself from your houses into the sukkah, and that'll serve as a kapara. You don't have to be exiled into a foreign country. Even the fact that you're going from your, your house to your backyard, that's what he considers, which is God's trying to get us off the hook. He's trying to give us zikuyot in order to, to have a zikut. 
So it's the Midat Rachamim that is preceded by Midat Adin. However, if Borei Olam doesn't give us the chance to sit in the Sukkah, so therefore it's only Midat Adin. He's not sweetening the. Uh, he's not sweetening it. He's not. Uh, he's not sweetening the judgment. So the Gaon says like this: We're talking about over here in Eved Shemal Limzoglo, which is he's not pouring the wine. The wine is in the cup already. What is Meziga? Meziga is you add the water into the cup. Now according to the Zohar, Yayin, red wine, is Midat Adin. Like the blood, it's Midat Adin. Water is Midat Rahamim. So therefore, what is the Ebed trying to do? The Ebed is trying to take it Adin. He's trying to pour some water into the wine or to make it, uh, you know, mazug. And what does the Melech do? He takes the wine and he pours it in, which means he's saying, I don't want your Meziga. I don't want you to be too kadrim. I want it to be midatadin, and that's exactly when it rains on Sukkot. Borei Olam is not giving us a chance to have too kadrim, and it remains strict justice. So therefore, there's deep interpretation of it. Why to siman kelala? Because we're really uh, we're losing out from this uh, ability to have a sweetened judgment. In any event, the Gemara continues. Now we're going to discuss over here uh, the different symbolism behind. Uh, solar and lunar eclipses, which means when the sun is covered, uh, you know, according to when there's an eclipse and it's dark, so this means something. Okay, now even though uh, they can predict when eclipses are going to happen beforehand and it's already, you know, in the Teva, but still, at that time there is a certain uh, judgment in the world, and the Gabriel is going to tell us what it means. At the time that the sun is being. Um, Covered or, or stricken, siman ra lechol haolam kulo. That's a bad sign for the entire world. Mashal emadavar dome. What's it analogous to? Lemelik basav adam shasas seuda laabadav. He's a king. He made a party for his servants. Veniyah panas lefnim. So he puts a, a light in front of him so he can see in the party. It's dark. There he puts a light. Kaas alehem. He got angry at his servants. What does he do? Ve'amal laavdo. Take the light from them. Put them in the darkness. So too, when the sun is there, that's the siman of Mahamim. But Allah is letting us look at the world, the beautiful world that He created. Once already the sun is covered up, we were talking about it's covered up in the daytime. And therefore, it's the Allah is saying, I don't want them to enjoy the world that I gave them. And therefore, it's a sign of punishment. That's Rashi. Anytime that the me'orot are looking, that's already not only the the sun, that's any of the stars and the luminaries. Siman ra lesonehem shel Yisrael. Oh, this is a siman ra for the Jewish people specifically. So the Hemshel Yisrael is the enemies of Israel, but it's a sagi nahor. It's uh, it's the opposite. It's for us. Bar minam. Mipne shemelumadim shemelumadim bemakotehem. Because the Jewish people are accustomed to makot, which is which nation is more used to getting, uh, you know, uh, attacked and, and hit. I'm Yisrael, so the sheet says, Kol la'olam. Anytime there's a puranut, a tragedy that comes to the world, yesh la'em Yisrael lidog. She says, whenever there's bad luck coming into the world, the first nation that has to be scared is, Kla Yisrael, velomar, lo basiman ze ele bishvidinu yot msharumot, v'shen nikidin lukot yotim ikulam. She says, the odds are it's against Kla Yisrael, because we always get, uh, we get it. So therefore, when there's a problem with the me'orot, so Amis has to worry, because, uh, you know, they're prone to these type of uh, punishments. Mashal, what's this mashal to? Lesofer sheba lebet ha-sefer. The teacher, the teacher came to the school. 
And he walks in with the whip. Who gets scared? Who would you the kid that always gets beaten up? He's scared because he knows that's it. The parts are he's going to get beaten up again. So therefore, he's the one that is uh, scared, right? She says, "Midoeg, ezemim yareshi agi shiragi Tanu rabbanan. We have a brighter. Bismach hamal When the sun is eclipsed, siman rale umot aolam. Oh, so this opinion holds out. The sun is a bad sign for the nations. When the moon is eclipsed, that's a bad sign for Israel. Which means we have our calendar as a lunar calendar. And therefore we follow the months according to the moons. When the moon gets covered, that's a bad sign for us. However, when uh, the sun, which is a solar calendar, which we follow, that's a siman for them. When the sun is eclipsed, in the Mizrach, meaning at sunrise, meaning when the sun rises in the east, and it gets covered up, siman radio so the people in the east have to be concerned. The Ma'arav, that's right at the time that it's setting, when it's in the west, it gets eclipsed. Siman Ra, Yoshve Ma'arav, Be'em Sarakiya. It's in the middle of the day. Siman Ra, Echol Ha'olam, Kolo, that's already a bad side to the whole world. Now, Panav Domim Ledam, if the sun's light, the ball of the sun, for a certain reason, looks like it's reddened. So that's already, uh, like blood, that already by Menan, war is going to come to the world with Herev, and there's going to be a lot of bloodshed. Okay? And then the Gemara says, Lesak. If it looks like a sack. Now, sack in the old days was usually made out of the goat's feathers. The goat's hair is black. Which is if the sun is blackened, then already, Ra'av ba'im le'olam. Then famine is going to come to the world. Hitzerav. Meaning the uh, arrows of hunger are going to come into the world. Why? Because when a person is suffering hunger, his face turns black. Because mm-hmm. he's malnutrition. So the blackened sun is a siman dawat ba'minan ra'ab If it's red and then black, when it's got both uh, colors, then you got both. If let's say the sun is eclipsed when it's going down. At the time of sunset. That's a sign that the tragedy is being delayed from coming. Right? It's, because if it would come in the morning, they chose it's coming right away. The fact that it didn't get eclipsed till the end of the day shows that God is being patient and the tragedy is being, uh, you know, held up, uh, averted. But if the sun is eclipsed in the morning, when it comes out, that's already a sign, but the tragedy is very, very imminent. And some want to say the exact opposite. What's the way they say the opposite? Look at that she. The Yeshomrim, when the sun is coming down which means just like at the end of the day there's no more chance for the sun to shine which is right after the end of the day the sun is going to go down that means there's no more time the Puran is coming immediately however in Beshachrit Puran which is the sun's last time uh, to shine during the day. And therefore in the morning, if it gets eclipsed, it's a sign at this time. But at the end of that, it, the sun's going down, but it's over. So if what's going to happen to me? So there's two ways of looking at this uh, concept. Okay? Furthermore, the Gemara says, Whenever the nations of the world get smitten by God, 
their gods also get smitten as well. What do you mean their gods? She says, Which is every nation has a sod, has an angel or a, a malach in the heavens that is in charge of that nation. So anytime a nation goes down on earth, their sod in the heavens is also taking it. So that she gives an example. Which means just like the Samichmem, that's an angel. Who's, which angel is that? Samichmem, the angel of Esav. So when Esav goes down over you should know that Samichmem and the Shabbat is also getting getting uh, taken down. And the Gemara brings a proof to the Shneimar of Chol Elohim Esraim Shefatim. Which is at the time that the Egyptians went down, the Pasuk says, Chol Elohim Esraim Shefatim. The gods are going to smite uh, all the gods of the Egyptians as well. What's the gods? Meaning the, the Sarim and the Shemaim that also represent those are the spiritual forces that are behind the nation. So they also get uh, get damaged. One uh, time they said in the Rasha, it says, So the Mephashim say, it should say, Before you get to the war, there's no war there. You're going out to, there's no war there. The war doesn't get there until you get this. The explanation is no. Before the physical war on earth happens, already the war in Shamayim started already. And it's already decided. So they're going after the Saad. So they're going When you go out to war, you're already going into war. It's in progress already. Because already the Saad is uh, affected immediately. But when the Jewish people are following the will of their Creator, of God, you don't have to worry about any of these things over here, which is all these bits in my over here, that's only when B'nai are not following the Tzorosh Makom. But if you're following the Tzorosh Makom, there's nothing to worry about. Shnei Emar, Ko'amar Hashem, this is what Hashem said, El Derech HaGoyim Al Tilmadu. Do not learn from the ways of the Goyim, or Me'otot Hashem Al Tehatu. And if you're going to not follow the ways of the Goyim, then you don't have to be worried about the Celestial body, you don't have to worry about the Shabbayim, Ki Yachatu HaGoyim Mehem. Which means the Goyim will have to be scared of it, but not you... So the Gemara says, Goyim yahatu ve'en Yisrael yahatu. The Goyim will be scared, but not b'nei Yisrael. Rashi, El derech agim at lamedu, do not learn from the Goyim, la'asot ki ma'asehem. When you do God's will, you have to be scared of the bias. There's four reasons that cause the sun to become eclipsed. An Abedin, a great rabbi that dies, and uh, they don't eulogize him according to properly. Now, what's the explanation? That means the Gemara says in a different place that any time a Tabin Hakam passes away and he's not eulogized properly, it's befitting that all the people should be buried alive. Because they don't recognize. Now, when a person's buried alive, what's happening is undergrade, doesn't see lightness. So therefore the eclipse happens, which is to signify that you don't deserve to see light. You, everybody deserves to be buried on the ground. On a girl that was betrothed, she's engaged. She was being violated in the city, and she's screaming out, uh, be helped. And nobody's uh, helping her. Which means normally, when does a, a lady get, uh, uh, not I get violated? At night. At night, when nobody sees. Here, she's getting violated in the city in the day. And she's calling out, and nobody's helping, helping us. So what do you see from here? <coughs> this God says, you don't deserve the light. Which means here, it's, it's like it happened at night. And therefore, the sun gets eclipsed. <coughs> 
And also if somebody has Parmenan Mishkab Zakhur It's going to be what? It's going to cause the sun What's the logic? What's the logic? The logic is because Since I've got the derich so the sun will not follow its derech. The derech of the sun is what? Light. The light. Now the person changed the normal derech haolam, so to the sun will change from its normal derech of lightning. On two brothers, that died uh, together. Because they were murdered together, two brothers were killed simultaneously, but that causes an eclipse. What's the logic over there? Because the moon and the sun and the moon were considered two brothers when they were created. They were both equal, equal size. And then what happened? Because the moon complained, so the sun became uh, uh, bigger, and the sun remained what it was, and the moon became smaller. And then what happened? On an eclipse, what happens? It's like you're killing both of them. Which means now the sun and the moon are taken out. Which means the moon doesn't have a light, right? Now you're taking away the moon, the light of the sun. So it's like you're killing two brothers at one time. So remember, when two brothers are killed simultaneously, that's a sign for an eclipse. Because the two sun and the moon, which are brothers, are considered darkened simultaneously. Because of four different items, the uh, stars and the different celestial bodies are... Lokin Smith, I mean they they're eclipsed and things happen to them. Al Kotveh let's get the right word there, Pelastar with a tit. What is Kotve Pelastar? So that she says, look at that she Shvir Dadri Loshamati Tabidavar. That she doesn't have a reason really why this should happen. This the moon and the stars. stars. Forged. People are writing forged documents. Letters that have lies in them. Lesum dofi. Lesum dofi. The place uh, uh, dofi is uh, lies and things like this. Al adam. Which means they write in his name things that he never commanded. Which means they write in the start. So and so commanded uh, this, uh, to do this. So I never, never authorized this. So people that are writing fake shtarot that causes the me'orot to be lokin. Furthermore, val edu checker. They did do check it, but they're lying again. People are, full, are testifying falsely against each other. People that graze or raise animals, like sheep, in Eretz Israel. What's the problem? Because they eat all the produce, they eat all the land. These animals are grazing. People's fields, they steal, they eat the other people's fields if we are not supposed to raise these type of animals in Eretz Israel. So they was also in Yanov Gezel. And those people that chop down fruit trees, that also causes this. What do you mean chop down fruit trees? Rashi, three lines on the bottom. Well, look at Rashi, four lines on the bottom. They destroy the land. Why? They can't watch them from going into somebody else's uh, fields. They eat, uh, they steal. Even if the guy owns these trees, you're destroying. It looks like you're, you're kicking. He's giving you all this berachab, the fruit. And what are you doing? You're chopping them down. So it's like you're in the berachab, the Kedosh Baruch Hu. Kebala continues. Ubishvil, da'ale devarim, nekseh ba'ale batim, nimsarim, nimbalchut. Because of four reasons, a person's money is given over to the government. Al-mashesh tarot pirwim. 
when a person leaves paid starot in his possession, which means the star was paid already. But what does the guy do? He got paid already. He keeps the star. Why? So he can get paid again. Which means he's a wise guy. The law is, after you get paid, you take the star, you rip it up. But he wants a later date to go to bed. Hey, he good. owes me. Hey, where's the start? Here it is. Hey, it was paid already. So because of this, boy, you're playing around with the, the money, but the money will be taken away from you. Number two, those people that charge interest. As she says on the bottom, they charge a Jewish person interest. So you charge interest, the money will go to the government. And as she quotes the Pasuk in Mishlem, which means, uh, it says, if a person charges money uh, with interest, it's going to end up going to be collected to give to the poor people. So the Gabriel Messiah says, like the king Shfor Malka, mm-hmm. he would take Jewish money and support Anim Goim. So Shalom Amalek says, you're going to give your money to, with interest, eventually your money is going to be taken to the government and they're going to use it for their, uh, their own charities. Let's say you have a generation where you have Hashuvim, uh, important people, and they have the ability to rebuke the people that are doing avonot, the people that are doing wrong. So when you have a generation that the rich people, the Hashuv people, they don't rebuke the Kaal and stop them from doing bad, but Menad, the money is taken to the government. Look at that. Shiva, Shayas, Pik Biadam. Shilbalibatima Lalu. Limchot Biad of Rea Averot Shibidoram. They could have rebuked against the sinners of the generation. Shidibrem Nishmaim Mahmat Oshram. Since they're rich, people listen to them. Veberiot Yirimim, Velomiho, and they don't rebuke, so they're ready to held accountable. Furthermore, the Al Shipuskim Sedaka Berabim. And those people, she says, that they donate money in public. They give money in public. I donate $1,000, $10,000, but what? They don't pay. So, but it you made fake pledges in public, you don't pay your, your debt, so what happens? The money ends up going to the government. But he loses the money. Amar Rav. Rav said, Bishvil there's, uh, for four reasons, the money of Balabatim goes to Timayon. What's Timayon? Oblivion. That's it. The money is lost. Fire. Gone. They lose their money. What's the four things? Which means they don't pay their workers on time. That she says, They tell the worker, eh, come back. Come back another time. Oshke is worse. That's the gamini. They just say, we're not paying you. Finish. They steal the guy's, uh, the guy's payment. Which means they take the yoke off of the responsibility, off of their neck, and they go and they put the responsibility on somebody else. I mean, they shirk their responsibilities and whatever it is. Which means uh, they have a certain uh, obligations. And instead of doing it, they, they say, I'm not doing it, let, uh, let the other guy do it. So, so they, they protect their, uh, their responsibility. And furthermore, the people, lo- the people lose their uh, money because of arrogance. And the Gemara concludes, And the Gemara concludes, 
Kasut Aruach is connected. That's the worst. That she says Shemit Kain, Mistererin Alachayim, Bishvil Oshlam. They overpower and domineer their friends, and they throw their weight around because of their money. And the Gemara concludes about the Hanavim, but people that adopt a humble practice and a modest lifestyle. Ketiv it says the Hanavim Yerushuaris. Says the humble men they will inherit the land. Vitanegu al Rov Shalom, and they will enjoy an abundance of peace. Hadran Alak Hayashen Maruk Adonai Adam Amen.